Dear friends, we welcome you to Grace Reigns, Ministers of the New Covenant. We welcome you to the brand new year, the year of 2017. We are praying and believing with you that 2017 will be the year of good success and many breakthroughs for you and your family. Know that for every fresh need, there's a fresh grace. Grace is greater than your need, greater than your sin. In the book of John chapter 3 verse 16, it reads as follows that, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, whosoever believes in him shall be saved and shall have received eternal life. So anyone who has received this love that God has demonstrated towards us, and God demonstrated this love towards us while we're still sinners, not while we're righteous, not while we're deserving, while we're undeserving, so that it might be by the grace of God. The grace of God is for those who are not deserving. If you feel that and you know that you are not deserving for God to bless you, this message is for you this morning. If you know that you don't deserve anything good from God, this message is for you because God, for God so loved the world that he gave, that he gave his only begotten son. He gave, it is in the nature, it is, we, we now see the, the nature of God because God is love. How do we know that God is love? We know that God is love because he gave to us because it is giving and love they are synonymous. It is impossible that you can claim to love and fail to give. They work hand in hand. That is why God had to demonstrate it now towards us. He had to show us now this love. He had to now demonstrate this unending love, this unconditional love towards us. While we're not deserving of this love, God, he saw the need that he had to... It was... It was a... a, a a pleasing to God that he give to us that he give his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall be saved so it means now when when when, when the word of God says we shall be saved it means now that we are now receiving the true nature of God his nature in us. Imagine the nature of God in us. It is because of love. Look at uh, the, 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 the new, new covenant. The new covenant, uh, Jesus Christ said, now I leave you with this command. Not commandments. This command. Love each other as I have loved you. So it means now we must demo we have received the love. Now we are able to love. It is impossible to give love if you have never received love. It is very impossible. You can never give something that you do not have. While you have received this love of God, now we are able to demonstrate this love. How do we demonstrate the love? We demonstrate the love even in situations where we do not benefit, but we give because we are now born of the same nature of God. That is the message that we are bringing to your home this morning. That is the message you are bringing to your life. That is the message you want to bring in every area of your life. And we believe that this message will bring about true radical transformation. True radical transformation in every area of your life. It will shake and shackle 
all the oppressions, all the demonic oppressions in your life. It will now remove every everything that is seeking uh, to disqualify you from receiving everything that Jesus Christ he has finished on the cross. So it is through this love that we receive because now we have received Jesus Christ. We believe in him. Now we receive eternal life. Eternal life is not only in heaven. God has brought heaven on earth. It means we enjoy here on earth and we'll still enjoy when we depart this world because we are now those who died from the law alive in Christ. We now become the slaves of righteousness. It means now even though we want to do bad, we'll always do good. But when when you are the slave of sin, in the book of Romans chapter 7, the apostle Paul, he tells us that even when he wants to do good, he do bad because of the law. So it means now he, 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 he tried to bring this message to people who were trying to justify themselves by their own efforts. People who are saying, I need to strive by my own efforts. I don't need anyone else to help me. But the truth is, you can never save yourself. You need the Savior. You need the anointed Savior, Jesus Christ, Yeshua, Hamashiach, to come and rescue you to come and rescue you. If you are saying you can do it by yourself, you are actually insulting what Jesus Christ has done. You are insulting the intelligence of God that God has made it easy for us. God says, I want to make it easy for you. When you receive my son, it shall be easy for you. But if you are saying you are strong, you are actually standing on your own. You don't receive any help from God. But God is saying, receive my son, and all shall be well with you. Receive my son, and you shall receive eternal life. Receive my son and this love. Receive this love. He's actually saying, receive this love, and this love will do about wonders into your life, will bring about transformation into your life, will actually mold you and shape you, will actually move everything, because perfect love drives out fear. The perfect, not our perfect perfect love. The perfect love that we have received, that has been bestowed into our lives, will drive out the fear of punishment, the fear of condemnation, the fear of rejection. It will drive out those things that are and trying and seeking to enslave the people. People are not enslaved. Uh, uh, they are actually enslaved by trying to do things by themselves. Once you receive Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, once you receive this love, the gospel is about love. The pillar, the fundamental pillar of this gospel is love. Love and love alone. So because God saw that it was necessary that he gave his son Jesus Christ to come and die for us, that we may receive, we may receive, we only receive this love and everything associated to the finished work of Jesus Christ. And what is it that we receive that associated to the finished work of Jesus Christ? It is the law has been put to an end. When we read in the book of Romans chapter 10 verse 4, it tells us that the law has come to an end. It says that the law came to an end. 
then the law once the law come to an end it means now the life of no condemnation begins the life of peace the life of righteousness the the holy life begins into your life because it is impossible to be holy under the law it is impossible to be righteous by the works of the law but it is possible to be righteous and holy and blameless before his sight because it is not us doing it it is god doing it for us god is so that it is necessary that he bring his only son that his son may come and demonstrate his love his son may come and show us the father because he said when you've seen me you have seen the father so when you've seen jesus christ you've seen the father and when christ is in you it means the father is in you it means the whole kingdom in us he said god was pleased to have his kingdom to dwell in us in a human being in a human being the kingdom just imagine just think about that when god he said i will build my kingdom in a man kind so let's read uh, some of the scriptures we find the scriptures in the book of Ephesians Ephesians chapter 5 it also emphasizes about the love of God this love of God this unconditional love Let, let's read quickly in the book of Ephesians chapter 5 we read Ephesians chapter 5 and we'll li- I would like us to start reading from verse 25 Ephesians chapter 5 from verse 25 the heading of uh, this scripture it says the instructions for christian household submit to one another out of reference for christ so how do we reference christ we reference christ because we know that christ is love christ came to demonstrate this love so it means the submission it must be in reference to christ how do we reference this to christ who receive his love and we submit to him only love will make people to submit between the husband and the wife it is only the love that will make the love of the husband that will make the woman that will actually enable the woman to submit it is the same even in scriptures that for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son jesus christ so it means we receive this love and now we submit we submit to the one who loved us because it says now we know what is to love how uh, what is to love we love because he first loved us it's in the uh, first john uh, chapter 4 first john chapter 4 tells us that we now we understand what love is how do we come to the the understanding of this love we understand this love because we have been given this love and this love has been demonstrated towards us in which way that while we were still sinners Christ died for us in the book of Romans chapter 5 verse 8 it will tell you that while we were still sinners Christ died for us while we were still sinners while we were not deserving while we were not deserving while we were rejected while we were disqualified but Christ died for us 
not while we were righteous, not while we were uh, fasting, not while we were climbing mountains and so on, that people they seeking to associate it with the righteousness of God. The righteousness of God is by faith and faith alone. It has nothing to do with what we can do or what we have done. It's got everything to do with what Christ he has finished on the cross. And he said it is finished. And when you look at the original translation, the word tetelestai, Jesus Christ on the cross, he said tetelestai. In the, it's in Greek. Some they will say why he didn't utter that statement in Hebrew because he, he, he was a Hebrew, but he uttered the word in Greek, tetelestai. There's a reason why he had to utter the word in Greek. Because in the Greek, is a, it's a, a, a perfect tense. It means that it continues. It does not stop at the cross. It continues even to those who are yet to be born. Yet we're already in him. We were yet to be born here on earth. But the truth is according to the, the scriptures. It means we're already in Christ when Christ died on the cross. We're already in him. We were chosen in Christ. It is the Apostle Paul who now unraveled these mysteries. Unraveled these mysteries about the Christian, Christian lifestyle, the Christian walk. He said, no, you must come to the understanding that even before Christ, when, when Christ went to the cross, he, it was actually us who died at the cross. Because when he died, he died as us on the cross. And someone will ask, where were you uh, uh, 2,000 years ago, 2017 years ago, before Christ? Where were you? I said, I was in Christ, in him, when he was crucified. So this defeats the, the logic. It defeats the logic because logic will tell you and say, no, how come you said you were there 2017 years ago? When Christ was on the cross. But yet we were born in the 90s. We were born in the 80s. We were born in the 2000 years. Imagine when someone today who is born in 2000 years. And say. I died with Jesus Christ on the cross. This defeats the, uh, 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 the logic. Because everything man wants to see is logic. He wants to understand things by logic. But the things of God it's a misty, it's a, 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 the mystical union with Jesus Christ. It's a mystery. A mystery is something that is not well understood. A mystery to understand the mystery itself. That is why today we have a man and woman who doesn't know their place in the society, doesn't know their place in the family. There's much frustration. There's because there is a, 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 a challenge. That challenges men and women's position today in their society, in their families, how they should raise their children, even in the economy, how they should play the, their role in the economy. It's a mystery. To be a man in the 21st century, it is very challenging. It is very difficult. But to understand this, you need the source to tell you exactly who you are, to, to, to give you that your, your reason, your purpose, your original intent, that who you are exactly, why you were born, your reason for existence, who are you, your purpose, your role, 
then you start to assume that position now you start to walk what is our role as Christ is so are we in this world everywhere where it says Jesus Christ I see myself when they say see even now the scripture that I, I only read only verse 1 and in Ephesians chapter 5 verse 21 submit to one another out of reference for Christ that is the identity it now start to unravel our true identity who are we in this world when it says Christ when you look at Christ you see yourself that is identity so the challenge today with men and and women today the reason why we we see the abuse we see the challenges those are fundamental challenges those are challenges that challenge actually a uh, a uh, that cripples the families you see the abuse in the house and so on but let's look now let's look at the root cause let's not touch the uh, 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 the surface Let, let's look at the root cause what causes this problem because you see that even the government with its laws and regulation it has failed to address these issues but once how, how how do we come to this understanding how do we come to the realization the the understanding of our 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 purpose in life us as christians we look at christ as christ is so are we in this world you can never claim to be a christian but you live in contrary with what jesus christ is saying in the scriptures he's saying in the original manuscripts then it means you can never claim to be a christian if you're not following to be a follower to be a disciple it means you acknowledge that you you are towing the line you are actually as when you see christ you see yourself when jesus christ said when you have seen me you have seen the father because he understood who he was who he is actually in the father that him and the father they are one in the same way to the church in the same way to the christian faith to any believer anyone of any color of any race of any ethnic background when they speak and they claim that they are christians there's no color there's no race neither a male or a female we are all sons of god that is our identity in christ jesus so that, that is why we are we, we see ourselves as equal companionship fellowship it means we see ourselves as equal even the equal with christ as well we are equal with jesus christ you can never have any type of a relationship or any a type of a relationship with anyone who is not equal to you not equal in age not equal but equal in the spirit in equal footing the relationship it can never be a hostile relationship the relationship between the husband and the, and the wife we in christianity we don't speak 50-50 according to the cosmos of this world i give my 100% i give my all in fact i it's self like you become selfless you the true true leadership the true leadership is when you give yourself for the sake of others in the family as a father and you are the leader to demonstrate your love 
to your spouse, to demonstrate your life to your family, you become selfless. Like Christ. How do we see this in Jesus Christ? While we're still sinners, Christ, God, he saw the need. God himself, he came down to come and die for us. To come and demonstrate his love towards us. To come and show us his love. To demonstrate it. How do we know that eh, he loved us? While we're still sinners, Christ died for the ungodly died for the sinners, died for Nyaupe edits, died for the prostitute, died for us, so that when we receive this life, this love of Christ, we are transformed. Everything changes. Look at all the disciples of Jesus Christ, all of them, all of them, all of them, their life were radically transformed. All the apostles, all the apostles, their life were radically transformed from nothing they came with nothing but they had everything once they received Jesus Christ they were toiling around trying to catch the fish Simon Peter and others they were toiling the whole night they tried to catch the fish but once they met Jesus Christ once they met the encounter with Jesus Christ their lives were radically transformed their lives were radically transformed, were changed because of the encounter with Jesus Christ, the encounter with God, the encounter with the Son of God, the encounter with the anointed Savior. You might be saying that your, your challenge, your situation, it's very complex. Your, your situation, it needs some... Uh, uh, it, it needs some, some high power or, or something to, for you to go and climb the mountain and so on. But the truth is your challenge, it needs Jesus Christ. If sin, if sin on its own, sin had to bow to Jesus Christ, how much more about your situation? If death had to bow, death had to bow, only thing that people fear the most is to die. So if death itself had to bow to Jesus Christ, how much more about your situation? We hear this from the Apostle Paul in the book of Romans chapter 8. When we read from, I think it's from verse 31, he tells us that neither death nor life, neither death nor life, nor angels, nor things to come can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. And neither death, nor life, nor the future, nor any form of power, nor any form of power combined can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ. No sin is powerful than this grace of God, than this love of God. There is no sin that is more powerful. No matter the situation, no matter what you have done, no matter, it does not matter what is it that you have done, but it's not powerful compared to this love of God that we've received. So this morning I would like to encourage you to receive this love of God 
to say Jesus Christ let Jesus Christ be the Lord of your life let Jesus Christ rescue you let Jesus Christ transform your life if you say here I am if you say Lord Jesus change my life I would like to pray with you this morning I would like you to confess with your mouth because through this word I know that you believe you believe that Jesus Christ can actually change your life I know that you believe I know that you want change I know that you have tried many things you have tried many things but only one thing is necessary believe in Jesus Christ believe in him and him alone so I would like to make a prayer with you I would like you to lead to Christ I would like to see your life being transformed radically transformed I would like to hear more testimonies and hear from even uh, from previous uh, messages that we have shared with you and if you say the grace of God has been too good to me the grace of God has actually changed my life because the grace of God is Jesus Christ himself. That is why we preach this because we know that this has power, has power to change your life radically. Share with us. We'll give you the details after we pray with you. And we say, just follow me in this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. Lord Jesus, rescue me. Rescue me from my situation. Rescue me from this current situation. Change my family. Change everything about my life. Change. I tried by myself, but I continue to do the things that I hate. But today, change my life. Let my life be radically transformed. Be the Lord of my life in every area of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you have prayed this prayer, I want to assure you that you are a born-again Christian. I want to assure you that your life will never be the same again. I want to assure you that heaven is your place. I want to assure you that right now, right now, you are righteous, you are blameless before God's sight because of Jesus Christ. I just want to pray this prayer with you right now as you have confessed with your mouth. And as you have believed, I just want to pray this prayer for you and for the week ahead of you that is coming. Father, thank you for these people. Thank you, my Father, for these lives. Thank you, my Father, that for bringing them into your life. You have actually chosen them. It is not them choosing you. They have, you have already orchestrated this plan. You have already planned this before, before time was time that they will receive this life, that they will live this life of no condemnation, that they will be righteous before you. It is the life that you have already predestined for everyone, for everyone who will come to Christ, that they may live the righteous life, that they may live the holy life, that they may live the blessed life, that they may live life without the life of rest, the life of rest in Christ Jesus. Father, we thank you for their lives. We thank you for changing their lives. We thank you for transforming their lives. May they prosper in everything. May they prosper in health. May they prosper, my Father, in every area of their lives. And we speak also wealth into their lives. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. 
I just want to assure you that heaven is your place and we thank you for listening to us and you can also visit our Facebook page you can also visit our uh, on, on social medias on Facebook go to Grace Reigns search for Grace Reigns and you'll find us there and you'll see uh, encouraging messages and you can also even comment to some of uh, our previous messages there and if you want to know more about the grace of God you can also visit our website www.gracereigns.co.za you can also send your whatsapp to 073-1745-119 this is our whatsapp line any thing that you want to understand, even prayer requests, send them via WhatsApp. We'll respond accordingly to your WhatsApp messages and emails. You can also go to info at gracereigns.co.za. Grain spells uh, in this way R-E-I-G-N-S. One word is gracereigns.co.za. Beloved, you're listening to Grace Reigns Live Podcast.